0: This is a Triple J Podcast. Hey, what's happening? This is the Shake Up on Hack. I'm Dave Marchese. There's been a lot going on this week. Maybe it's been a bit shorter for you because of the long weekend, so you're a little bit happy about that, or it's been annoying for you because you've had to jam in all of your work into four days instead of five, or you just haven't really had a weekend at all. You're working all the way through. You're going to be working over the next couple of days. Hey, either way, right now, your chance to sit back, chill out, Here's a bit of a taste of what we've got coming up on The Shake-Up. Hack!
1: New figures show that it's younger women whose mental health is at greatest risk.
0: Not 18. I legit thought she was 23. I'm not taking orders from you anymore. Things are changing up front. The real identity of Banksy could soon be revealed. On Triple J. Yeah, so much to get into here in a bit. We're going to be talking about the young boss dilemma. Like, if you've got stories about managing people who are older than you, I want to hear them. How did it go? You can call in one 300 55 You can message in as well, 439 757 But, hey, we've got to get into the shake-up with a great team. And, lucky, we've got two incredible minds to unpack this ore. First, for the first time on the shake-up, actor on stage and screen, you might have seen... Mabel in Safe Home or New Gold Mountain on SBS. Mabel Lee, welcome to The Shake-Up.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: How are you feeling?
2: I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good in the booth. I'm, I'm, yeah.
0: In the booth. In the booth. With the
2: headphones on. They're good yeah. And we heard great.
0: another little voice chirp in there before I switched his <laughs> mic on. Always oh, got
3: something to say, which is why he's on the shakeup. I thought I was in here for bars of steel, so <laughs> I've actually I've walked into the wrong room, which is weird. <laughs> You're like, this is in, where's Nookie, not in here. <laughs>
0: no, sorry about that. You're on the shake up on hack, Marty Smiley, journalist podcaster. How the hell are you? What's up? How's the weekend looking, mate? Can't wait for it. Yeah, has it been a big week? Yep. Did you have the shorter weekend or the shorter week, sorry, with the long weekend? I did actually you... did,
3: yeah. Okay, <gasps> nice. Yeah, first time in a while, so I was pretty happy. It's yep. nice when that happens. What about you, Mabel?
2: I'm My grandma's here from New Zealand, so oh. I'm spending a lot of time with her. My maternal grandma, my pawpaw. So oh, nice. It'll be a wholesome one. That'll yeah. be good.
0: That'll be lovely. Oh, that's heaps good. Well, look, I want to hear from you about what we're talking about on The Shake Up as well. If you're listening... Get involved wherever you are. There's heaps going on. Let's crack in.
2: I feel really frustrated and I, like, put my anger on other people.
0: On Triple J. Yeah, we're about to get into mental health. Big in the headlines this week. It is huge. It is a heavy topic. But, you know, it's important. And I don't think it's breaking news to anyone to find out that people are struggling across the country. Not just financially, but mentally as well. The full extent of it, though, is pretty shocking, and we got some figures out this week showing nearly 40% of young Australians have had a mental health disorder in the past year. 40%. In 2007, that figure was 26%. So you can see the massive big spike in the last few years. We know the world's changed a lot, but what is going on? Hack. New
1: figures show mental health disorders among young people have soared by more than 50% in 16 years, in particular among women. When I get stressed, I feel like I get headaches.
0: You just don't want to go to school. I'm seeing a lot of difficulties around burnout and fatigue and being overstressed and overworked. COVID really accelerated things for a lot of people, particularly young people.
1: People are just more anxious, more stressed. There's a lot of pressure on social media and pressure coming from other places and home lives. On Triple
0: J. Yeah, really confronting stats from the Bureau of Statistics. I want to hear from you. If you're one of the 40% of young Aussies dealing with mental health issues, have you noticed like a big change with how we're accepting this in society? Do you talk a lot to your mates about it, about your struggles? Have you noticed people are more comfortable opening up to you now in the last few years? Call in one You can message in as well 43975755 nine seven five seven triple five. We're going to get into it with the shake up crew with us this week. We've got journalist Marty Smiley, actor Mabel Lee. Mabel, do these stats surprise you?
2: No, they don't. I think um, when I hear those stats, sometimes I think like, is it just because more people are identifying their, their feelings and being more aware of how they feel? And so the data is reflecting that? Or, it's a or good it, question. Yeah.
0: Because we had yeah. like Lauren on Instagram say exactly that. Have the mental health disorders increased or people's willingness to talk mm-hmm. about them? What do you think, Mabel? Do you did... I mean, it could be a bit of
2: both. Obviously, we've had a lot of Things happen the past couple of years um, with COVID, obviously, and feeling isolated, feeling lonely, things like that. But I also feel like a lot of, at least for me, my friends, my friendship circles, a lot of people have um, just been more open to going to therapy and um, been able to kind of uh, identify how they feel, really. (laughs) So, yeah, it's interesting
0: is that how you feel, Marty? Like, you know, in the last few years especially, you have, you know, podcasts where, you know, you're talking with a whole bunch of people. Do people want to talk more about mental health
3: concerns that they might have? 100%. I mean, just open up TikTok these days. Like mm-hmm. people honestly express how they're feeling about certain things and they often refer to key terms we didn't used to use as much, you know, depression, anxiety, anxiety trauma there's a much bigger understanding about some of those um terms how to identify it in yourself so i think that's definitely reflected in the data and that's a really good thing so i know it's quite alarming to see those stats um rise but i think that's also because yeah we're more aware of it um we're more likely to seek help so more people are going to their gp and express and and actually explaining what they're going through yeah doctors are better at probably uh identifying it as well because the research has um, come a long way. Um, And then we're more likely to actually do something about it uh, because it's less stigmatized.
0: I do. Yeah, definitely notice in conversations as well. And I don't know whether this is a good or bad thing, but even in a lighthearted way, we talk about mental health, like in a jokey way, people mm-hmm. will joke about their anxiety levels or mm-hmm. uh, maybe feeling like down or whatever, but it's not meant to be in this really deep, profound sense. I wonder if that's helpful in a way of getting discussions happening and letting people know, Mabel, that you know they're not alone, and other people are feeling similar things.
2: I think it can be. I, I think, I think there's good and bad with that. Like the normalization of that language, and kind of um, if you're part of a conversation and you hear those words being used, that that you can maybe identify with them. But also, I think there is like sometimes a weaponization of of mental mm-hmm. health mm. language yeah. where, like, people maybe don't actually know what they're talking about. Yeah. Um,
3: yeah. Self-diagnos- like yeah. Over self-diagnosing, like over-self-diagnosing for sure. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's go to a
0: caller, someone who's on the phone, Maddie from Melbourne. Hey, Maddie, what's your experience with all this?
1: Hi. Um. I definitely agree and also disagree a little bit with mm. what... Um you're all talking about. Mm. I think definitely uh, there's been a rise in information like TikTok has been a huge source of information. I think self-diagnosing is somewhat of an issue, but you know, you're know you not going to be diagnosed with something if you don't really have it. Mm. Um, and I think definitely social media and the economy, cost of living crisis is all increasing, you know, the vulnerability factors for people to develop you know, mental health issues. You know, a lot of it is genetic and given the environmental pressures, like it can, you know, switch on certain genes. Like there's 5-HTT gene, I think, for depression, which can be switched on with environmental pressures.
0: So, Maddie, is mental health something that you talk a lot about with your mates? Is it something that comes up? Are you checking in on each other?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. We, I think nearly all my friends have either a mental health issue or they're neurodivergent with, you know, ADHD, ASD, something like that. Um, We talk about it a lot and I think you know it's definitely sometimes it could seem like too much but we all have different ways of coping and for us it's like a really great shared experience and shared knowledge as well. Like we all have different experiences we can relate to one another and then you know, self-reflect a lot more and be really self-aware and then take that to our psychologists. or be like, oh, maybe I should seek help for this. Or, yeah. you know, we're all quite aware to not push someone but still give them information and
0: support as well. Hey, that's good to hear. And, I mean, that's the advice from experts as well to be checking in with your friends all the time. Leah's also on the line from Sydney. Hey, Leah, what do you think about this situation? Are you surprised by these figures about mental health and young people?
1: No, they seem... They seem pretty realistic.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, is it something that you've had to deal with that uh, you talk a lot to your friends about?
1: To be honest, I don't talk about it. I feel like depression and anxiety at a functional level, we can, or people can still go to work or they can still show up to to talk to their family and friends we talk about. Mm -hmm. But then more severe mental health issues can be really isolating. Somebody suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder, it's quite difficult because I don't want to say or, you know, you might be a bit depressed or you might feel a bit blue, but then... I avoid social situations entirely and I feel like it makes people quite uncomfortable Yeah, it's to in- talk about severe
0: mental health, yeah. It's interesting, Leah, and we have talked about this on Hack before, the kinds of different relationships people have with different conditions and uh, some people say, oh, it's more acceptable if you talk about this than it is if you talk about that and why we have these different views of different conditions. Maddie and Leah, thank you so much for calling in and, uh, and opening up like that. I don't know. Are you kind of like really honest with your
3: friends, Marty? Is it something that you feel like, you know, you open up, they open up to you? For sure. You have to build trust over time, but... Yeah, like these days, you know, I can ask if something's going on in my life, I would ask a mate to meet me at the pub and we can have a chat about it. And that's amazing. You've got so many messages. I don't think my dad's generation did that. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. You do notice a big
0: generational divide there, especially on Instagram, you know, talking about why young people are, are, are suffering so much these days, why the figures are spiking. Josh says... Grocery prices are effed. Gas prices are effed. Owning a house is impossible. (laughs) Dating is also impossible. Social media is disgusting. Of course we're depressed. And Lauren says, "Yeah, we're a little bit anxious, tbh, babes, <laughs> <laughs> and our minds have just been destroyed by social media." So yeah, you know, it's yeah so- that's cool. <laughs> is, yeah. is there anything in particular, Mabel? Though, like, that there's there's a lot, and it's obviously not any one thing. But do you think that there are some maybe things that people don't think as much about that are contributing to this spike in mental health conditions?
2: Gosh, that people don't think much about, or I, I know for me, like the. Just this feeling of climate um, catastrophe, catastrophe, grief, looming. Yeah, that. I mean, I think people do talk about that, though. Mm. Um, That definitely plays a part in my um, mental health, and I think just being part of a generation, well, where yeah, like um, security, owning a house is um, feels like the chances are very slim. Rising inequality. Yeah. when
3: there's no north star for a generation which often used to be the security of owning a home i mm. think that's a massive thing for as a change between generations and yeah. how that impo- like impacts your mental health and that goes for the environment as well when you can't consider that the environment is going to flourish in in 10 years 20 years time you, it's hard to think about a future for yourself um, when you're in the present. You're not feeling great. Do you think a, some of it might also be to do with, you know, when we went through
0: COVID and that bizarre time how we kind of seemed to go forever but then when things started to lift we got the freedoms back everyone just picked up and moved on and maybe there wasn't a whole lot of recognition mm. of I mean you know in some parts of the media obviously but just day to day in people's lives maybe there wasn't a whole bunch of checking in with how we are feeling
3: um, what we'd just been through because mm. it was huge do you think that Marty might have something to do with it? I think we have like a national denial Mm. Yeah, I think that's not a bad point. I think it's difficult to maybe consider or imagine what to do, what kind of forums can be held to um, actually review what we all collectively went through. Yeah. We've got so many messages coming through
0: on the text line. Someone says, if only Medicare reflected the need for accessing mental health services. Another person Mm -hmm. says, a big part of increased diagnosis is because to be eligible for a mental health care plan, you technically have to have a mental health diagnosis. And someone else says, Cosi lives, babe, everyone is cooked. Well, (laughs) look... If you are struggling, remember there is always someone to speak with. Lifeline is always there, 13, 11, 14. I know this is a heavy topic and it probably seems like something really big and deep to be discussing on a Friday, but it also is something that you can't ignore and it's, you know, one of the biggest issues of a generation. So, look, we've dived into that. We're going to get into something a little lighter now. My boss at work is younger than I am. On Triple Jack. I spotted an article online this week called How to Deal with a Younger Boss. And it was giving tips to older workers who are struggling with this situation. Stuff like don't undermine your boss, like try not to. Don't quit just because your boss is younger. Try not to quit. And it made me think, what about the opposite situation? Like how many younger bosses are out there struggling to deal with the older employees? It's an awkward situation. How do you deal with it? Hack!
2: Having a younger boss
1: might seem intimidating, but these three tips can help you turn a potentially uncomfortable situation
2: into a positive one.
0: I get it, it's awkward. Your boss is 24, you're 54, I got
3: the promotion, you didn't. How old is Carl? 19. He's my boss? Well, yeah, he's the manager here. What do you do if your
0: boss is is younger than you, which is not always a bad thing.
3: No, it isn't always a bad thing, and one of the things you gotta realize is the fact that they got the position for a reason.
1: How old is your boss? 40. My boss is
0: 24. On Triple J. Where are all the young bosses? Firstly, congrats on being so successful. You've done well in life. We're so happy for you. Um, But secondly, how's it going? Have you found it pretty hard? To get the respect from older workers, or maybe the opposite, your authority has just been accepted straight away, you've been able to cement your position. Call in 1300 36. you can message in as well 043975755. Want to get into it with the Shake Up Crew? We've got actor Mabel Lee and journalist Marty Smiley. Marty, you've always been a bit of a boss yourself. Ever been in this situation? No, like I can't.
3: (laughs) I was thinking about it. Like I'd love to have a story, but I, I've never had someone older than me that I've managed. You know, like I just—it is hard to imagine. Never had any responsibility. But if I was, like, they would—I would want my title like young boss with a double like dollar sign, oh, like, you yeah. know, just so they know. <laughs>
0: Look, I feel flexing like, on it. I reckon it's coming for you. I don't know. I feel like you're I a talented one day. guy. Um, why not? <laughs> I don't
3: know. I, I don't want to be a boss. Like, I don't even. <laughs> like, stress That's the thing. Uh, yeah. I, I don't even ever <laughs> want to be a boss. Like, I just want to work and, and I don't want to manage anyone. Like, I <laughs> can't manage myself, <laughs> let alone uh, other people. So I'm happy for someone other than me to. To do it, you're handed over the reins, yeah. like oh, just do it,
0: <laughs> do it, Mabel. What about you? Have you been in this
2: situation? I haven't as well. Okay, I, I haven't. I, I think everyone. And then, also look, it's pretty
0: being, rare to be like rare. a boss, but it might be like even in like a part-time job, like in one of your first jobs, mm. you got like guys. I. Actually, made myself this was a boss move. I (laughs) created a job of deli manager at my local supermarket. That job did that title didn't exist. And all of a sudden, I was bossing people around. That's a boss move. Yeah. Did you get a rise? No, they didn't. And the the actual boss just accepted that I was this manager. (laughs) I was just going around saying, I'm the deli manager, actually.
3: The Um, the, the closest I would come to sort of a big (laughs) age difference was I didn't learn to swim until I was 18. And a, I had to learn from a teenager. In that, a in a class. That's kind of kinda children. like me. Yeah. I,
2: I didn't learn to swim until a very late age, and I was around just like five year olds. Yes, like an older teen. Yeah. trying to swim. And how did, did they feel? make fun of you? Humbled. Yeah. Humbled. <laughs> humbled. And I learned how to backstroke first, but I didn't know how to freestyle, wow. which was weird. I feel like I have water trauma. Oh, I I have water.
3: <laughs> the kids like laughed at me, and I was like, all right, get okay, enough with the ridicule, but they they. Loved Uh it. But also, yeah, it made me feel pretty small. (laughs) That's so funny. I love that you've had the same experience as well. It's so niche. Yeah, it's a bit niche,
0: but love it. Got people on the text line says, yeah, this is giving me flashbacks. I was managing a small team in an office for a politician and being at least 20 years younger than the other staff, I found it really hard. Someone else says, I was a young manager of 50 people when I was 21 years old. That's...
3: Oh, incredible. I mean, good on you, but no, people people struggle with this. Another- a lot of those startup like CEOs and founders, yeah. They're like, you know, I don't know, in their twenties. Those titles, it's like managing director. <laughs> yeah. they're, like, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. they're the ones on TikTok who in the first three <laughs> seconds of the video, like they've done a backflip, but then like they're doing a seminar. They're like, okay, mate.
0: <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. That's funny. Let's go to someone on the phone line now. Shani is with us from Sydney. Hey Shani, what's been your experience?
1: Yeah, so I made it to operations manager level in my very early 20s in the construction industry. And I remember one particular man who came to work as a manager underneath me and he would have been close to 60, just could not handle it. He could not (gasps) take that. He had a female younger manager, absolutely refused to listen to me, refused to reach out when he needed help. So what did
0: you do, Shani?
1: Well, it got to a point where my staff were secretly calling me saying, you need to get back to the office. He's refusing to listen. And I had fair work on the call- on the phone oh. next minute.
0: Wow. Um, Shani, laying down the law. You've got to do that sometimes. Like, if you're the young boss, you've got another person on the text line here. Reese, who's a firefighter, became a deputy captain, says the older crew members always whining that I'm in charge and that I tell them what to do. At times it can be pretty vicious, derogatory. They say they won't listen to my orders, but I'm not backwards in coming forwards. When they don't follow my instructions, I reprimand them. Okay. Pass it up the chain of command. They think because I'm younger they can intimidate me, Mm. but as soon as I stand up to them, they run away with their tails between their legs. (gasps) Race! We love to hear that. Another person. I'm 28 now, but when I became a supervisor I was 26, had to manage people in their 30s and 40s, copped a lot from this one fella saying he wouldn't listen to me due to my age. He did not last long.
3: Whoa. Whoa. Oh, oh,
0: Laying down the law? What the hell? Okay, let's go to someone else. This making who's me on kind the of line. Want to get into management. Now you want to be a <laughs> yeah. boss, don't you, Marty? Marty's like, oh, any management positions going around? Hack? Well, yeah, there is actually. <laughs> We've got Kate on the line. Kate, what's your experience?
1: I am the owner of a company. I'm 27, and I've got over
0: 20 staff. Oh, <gasps> what the hell? How do you find it?
1: <laughs> um, I actually love it. I think because I'm younger and would probably say I'm a bit fun that my team actually really enjoyed Oh,
0: here we really go. Kate's okay, it. the fun voice. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon you actually are fun, Kate, or do you
3: reckon like a Liz Lemon over here?
1: I think I would. I'm normally the one that's annoying all my team trying to, like, be in TikToks
0: and videos on Instagram and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. I reckon, is there a pressure on young bosses, though? Like, you as a young boss, do you feel a pressure to try and be the fun one and the relatable one more than, like, an older boss might? An older boss is like, oh, I'm just coming to work, you screaming at people and going. You're like, oh, what about the TikToks? (laughs)
1: um kind of like i think we've set this really beautiful dynamic where they also really respect my like respect me as well so we know when we have to be serious and we know when we can have fun yeah but i do also say i'm i would say like i'm friends with all my team
0: and sometimes people go you can't be friends with your staff whereas i'm like no, no i'm definitely friends with my team like oh, i love them that's amazing that's you kate. sound like an amazing boss <laughs> yeah wow be my boss. Yeah. <laughs> you got any jobs <laughs> going tell Kate? Them <laughs> <laughs> can you tell them that yeah nah look we know we know that kate's a good boss if you work for kate actually if you do work for kate can you let us know is she actually the fun boss we do want some confirmation I don't clarification think like that
3: i saw the only good thing that i could see from being a boss is hopefully having to do less work Oh, Isn't that a gateway out of... No, okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're like, isn't that why everyone does that? Yeah, I mean, I guess
0: so. Some people take that route, Marty. Yeah, sure. Um, Would you like to be a boss, Mabel? What do you reckon? In a way, I am a boss. Oh,
2: sorry. Sorry for... Girl boss. Girl boss. Because I'm my own business oh. I guess being an actor and yeah, yeah, yeah. it's been kind of interesting coming out of drama school and being like oh I work for myself kind I mean my I have my agents mm-hmm. and I love them yeah um but yeah at the end of the day it's just
0: me and what's your relationship like with your employee with you. myself
2: yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes frustrating <laughs> a lot of reassurance yeah. needed. yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, trying to be best friends with me.
0: Hey, look, I'm sure you're a good boss. There's so many people messaging in right now. We gotta move <laughs> on, though.
3: Hey. The world famous Banksy has had his name leaked in high court documents.
1: Don't tell anybody. You heard it here first. His name's been released. That's Banksy. On Triple Jack.
0: Who is Banksy? I mean, everyone's been asking that question since the 1990s. It's not a new question. The most famous street artist, political activist, you know, Banksy's work sending powerful messages, selling for huge amounts. But could all that mystery that's made Banksy now be lost? Because a lawsuit relating to one of their Instagram posts might see Banksy's identity publicly revealed for the first time. Look, a name has already appeared in court documents, I personally don't know if that's Banksy. There's been a lot of speculation. I can't confirm it, but the name's out there. People are saying it could be this person. Banksy's being sued after allegedly, like, urging shoplifters to target a fashion store. So that's why this court situation has happened. What do you think? Are some things better left a secret? What is the mystery that you think should never be revealed? Is there one thing that you're like, I never want to know that? Call in one 5536 You can message in as well, 439 757 We're checking in with the Shake Up crew. We've got actor Mabel Lee and journalist Marty Smiley. Mabel, big thoughts on Banksy? Banksy,
2: Banksy. <laughs> He's been running around in my mind all week. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm curious. Everyone's curious. I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. Um, A lawsuit? Yeah. Oh wow, that's major curiosity. No, I did read up on it, and um, look, I I get why Banksy did that. Okay, can I say that? Okay, not really. But not to, <laughs> I'm not going <laughs>
0: oh, no. to <laughs> I'm not condone that. I but created an opinion. Just yeah, look, that's an just opinion. Now. <laughs> Marty, what about you? What do you reckon? Are you someone who will be keeping a close eye? Do you care who Banksy is? Like, not really, but like, cause <laughs> I like, all right, well, that's all we've got time for on like, the shake yeah. up today.
3: <laughs> like, no, in the sense that I don't want to know, uh, because like if someone's telling me about like a, a movie they've seen, like I'll stop them past the title. Mm. Like, oh, when I went and saw this movie, <laughs> okay, cool. Stop there. Was it good? Should I watch? Great. That's it. That's me. I I protect. Like I've only watched Lion King once. My favorite movie of all time. I right? oh. oh. Lion King. I'm only gonna watch it again when I can what? see it through the eyes of my children that I haven't had yet. Whoa. Like I I really wow. honour surprises and. <laughs> but with with Banksy, I don't want to know. He's become this, you know iconic figure and I he's never what like he's put he puts out good stuff he makes he <laughs> makes all right. us think all, think all the time you know the girl with the balloon and, yeah. and the, the uh, well, Molotov of, cocktail but one know?
0: of the lawyers in this case said the worst thing that could happen to Banksy is if he gets unmasked by appearing in court his work will change in the public's view if mm-hmm. everyone knows who he is and he's, he's got a backstory do you agree mabel
2: i agree i think Thanks. He should be anonymous.
3: Okay, all right. So Everyone that's, gets, look, every, like, there's that theory on the internet about everyone gets milkshake ducked, right? Yeah. That's when you, someone becomes really famous on in the internet, like the attention a pickpocket girl on, <laughs> on, 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 on uh, TikTok, right? And then we found out she was a part of the Lega Nord, the, yeah. the uh, anti-immigration party yeah. in, in Italy. Now, if we never knew that, we would just be taking this really funny TikTok that was content, mm. but we we know that everyone who exists in society has a backstory, and, and not everyone is going to be happy with all the parts of it, all the comments online oh, over there. they're ears. going to be there. The, so you can imagine the, the journalists right now digging through they're all digging of the through. back files. I think his name's, real name's Richard Yeah. Or something like that. Wait, yeah. so it's Banksy's real name, is How do you know it? that? Well, look, there's a name that's out allegedly. there. Allegedly. It's allegedly.
0: It's not actually Richard, <laughs> but it is a name oh, okay. with an R. I'm going to say that. So get your facts straight. Are you a journalist? Um, <laughs> Mabel, are you one of those people that likes mysteries? That likes surprises? I,
2: I like mystery. I I mean, I am shocked, Marty, that Lion King being your favourite movie, but like you won't see it more than once. I'm not that. I've seen Ratatouille about 54 times Whoa. and I can probably quote that entire movie. That's my favourite movie. Okay. Um, But I don't like watching trailers for things.
3: Nice. But
2: I do have a best friend and she always reads the whole synopsis before – what? watching anything and I'm okay. like
0: what the So hell? I have a friend wow. and this is ridiculous and I'm sorry that we don't have more time to talk about this but this friend always when they start a new book reads the last page first
2: disgusting That's
0: not What good. are you getting out of yeah. that? Why are you doing that? Reading the last page for oh no, I just want to know. I just want to know what yeah, there's not enough surprises in society friend actually <laughs> this is. Yeah, is
2: your friend actually reading
0: the whole book? I like... don't
3: know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, then they stop it halfway
0: and that's that'll do. <laughs> to be honest, I do stop halfway through a lot of books, so maybe I should be <laughs> reading the last page and figure it out. Hey, that's all we've got time for on The Shake Up for now. Big thanks to The Shake Up crew, actor Mabel Lee. Thank you so much for your first Shake Up. Thank you. And journalist Marty Smiley, we appreciate your time as always. Thanks nice having me. Huge thanks again to our Shake Up guests, the hardworking hack team and everyone for listening over the past week. Have a great weekend. I'll be back next week for Hack. I'll catch you then. See ya. Hack on Triple Jack.
1: D Salmon here sliding into your podcast feed to let you know that the Hookup podcast has all the sex and relationship content you need. Honestly, you need us in your life. Join us each week as we talk all things love and f***ing like this. Foreplay is also there so that you have great sex. Like, I don't know about anyone who's given themselves an orgasm in two minutes. Like, it's fine. It's the fast food of orgasms. That's the hookup. If you like hack, you'll love us. Get us wherever you get your pods.